To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For favor, Hello and welcome to Miles from Main Street, your far from Disney podcast. My name is Mikhailo. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Disney World. But especially coping away from Disney. Which we know a lot about being from the Midwest. Here at Miles from Main Street, our preferred travel agency is Magical Vacations by Kimberly. Kimberly is a Disney expert and can handle all of your Disney planning needs. She can also plan Universal and all major cruise lines. Contact Kimberly at Magical Vacations by Kimberly at Yahoo.com. And find her on Facebook and Instagram under Magical Vacations by Kimberly. So today on Miles from Main Street, I am back from Disney. We have a, a <laughs> we have a trip report for you guys. Uh, I am going to I- go into great detail <laughs> about all the things that I did. Uh, Brian has already heard a lot of it, uh, and I have some some events that happened on my trip as well that I'll fill you guys in uh, on. So, um, I think before we get too going too far here, I think it's important to point out that one of the things that we do a lot about when we're trying to just cope with being away from Disney is talk about trips. Mm-hmm. So I think this might end up being a two-parter because we're going to talk a lot, aren't we? Oh yeah. And I remember um, when I first actually zoomed uh, Brian, right after I got done with the trip, we could have turned that into an episode. <laughs> we were just <laughs> going back and forth and, and we talked for, for a pretty long time. Um, and that is because I didn't have a phone for half of my trip. So that's one of the big things. I, I, I was texting Brian and keeping Brian in the loop with everything I was doing until I couldn't. <laughs> so uh, that was interesting. But um, yeah, it was great having you go live and seeing some things. And you're like, hey, I'm going to go live again. Yeah, <laughs> And I got like an eight second video a little bit later in the day uh, from Big Thunder Mountain, which was mm-hmm. great. And then nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was pretty frustrating. But um, let me let me just uh, back up a little bit and uh, talk about our our flights. Our flights were pretty great. Um, we didn't uh, me. It was me, my brother, my sister, and we we had uh, made sure that we did double masks while we were in the airports uh, just because there's just so many people there and there's people coming in and out uh, from everywhere. So uh, we just made sure we had double masks. I actually had, um, I worked with a vendor that I work with that um, actually produced uh, KN95 masks. So I got a bunch of those at uh, a bunch of those masks at a huge discount. Um, so thank you, uh, Blizzard Lighting. That's who I'll give them a little bit of a shout out. <laughs> that's who I worked with. Uh, they're they're a local Wisconsin um, lighting vendor, uh, so they're pretty great. Um, but yeah, we we never really felt, especially flying out of Madison, Wisconsin, because uh, that I mean I felt like that one flight, the Florida flight, was like the only one actually happening around that time. 
so that was great. Um, we definitely felt like uh, some of the only people in the airport. Um, that airport feels like that all the time anyway, though. The, yeah. Not really a lot of people around. And Yeah. Um, we did stop at Charlotte. Um, and th- that one definitely felt a little bit more busy. Uh, but then, I mean, we got to Orlando and that one felt dead, too. Um, so that's cool. Um, I never, I never really felt too weird, um, with wearing a mask and, and, and being in the airport. So that's good. Um, and then we ended up Ubering out to, uh, the resort. We stayed at the Wyndham resort. That's right next to Disney Springs. Um, and that was not an issue at all. Uh, it's pretty easy to find, uh, find an Uber. We, we, uh, found one just as we were getting off the flight. And, uh, by the time we had gotten to like that front pickup area uh where all the uh the ubers pick people up they they were already like two minutes away uh so that was super easy um and the whole time we were really trying to like get there early because we wanted to check in and then we wanted to run over to disney springs for like the last hour and like hang out at disney springs because it was my birthday on that day so we actually we ended up checking in and everything we and we had about like an hour and a half left. So we were like, oh, let's let's run over to Disney Springs. Uh, so we ran over to Disney Springs right away. Um, they they make you check in at all the entry points of Disney Springs, um, and you don't really check in. It's more like they 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 give you a temperature check and then they let you in. Um, so you can't just kind of like run in and out of Disney Springs. Like once you're there, they like you have to like go through checkpoints and everything. So, um, which is fine. Uh, I think that's definitely a good idea. Um, it wasn't a time consuming thing though, was it? No, no. Um, I mean, sometimes there was, we, we went there a couple times and sometimes there was a little bit of a line to get in, but nothing, I mean, not a long wait. Um, but so we, we got there and, um, I mean, the, the first thing we did was we actually got uh, a couple drinks cause it was my birthday, of course. <laughs> and, um, it was just so, it was so great to be back. Um, and it's so funny um, how we always, we call these places home um, and everything like that. I remember my brother mentioning that like, he doesn't feel like, like he left at all. Like he, he just feels like, um, like he's back home and that like, like it just feels right. And she just like feels the same, um, which is cool. Um, and so we ended up walking around uh, and we actually went to, we were trying to find a place to eat. Um, there's, there's a good amount of quick service places at Disney Springs, but one of the places I want to hit it up, want, wanted to hit up right away was chicken guy. And so we went there and not only is chicken guy great, like it's a really cool location, but the prices are so affordable. Um, and it's, it's like, just like chicken fingers and like, uh, like, chicken meals and stuff like that um and so it's nothing like it's not, like not gonna blow your socks off uh but it's decent food at daisy springs at a decent price um and we actually noticed that that applies to everything we uh i think the beer that we got there it was like blue moon tall boys were like four to five bucks and like you don't find that anywhere like in the state of florida <laughs> that's like wisconsin beer prices right there like um it was it was good. So if, if that's that's probably my my first big tip of things that I learned uh, on this trip was 
at Disney Springs, everything's going to be pretty expensive. But if, if you're looking to drink on a budget, go to Chicken Guy because everything is is cheap there. And uh, the food is great. The They have a whole bunch of sauces. I think it's like 20 plus sauces that they have. Um, and so and we, we all all three of us, you get two with all the orders that you get. So all three of us got a different sauce and we just tried each other's sauces um, and they're all great. Um, and it's funny the the one that I wasn't blown away with was the one I was, uh, most like the one that I was anticipating to be really good, which was Nashville hot. Uh, I'm a big Nashville hot fan. I, I, I don't know why I just love that sauce. All of the other sauces, even just like the regular Buffalo sauce, uh, was great. So, um, definitely, definitely two thumbs up, uh, for chicken guy. Very good. Um, very affordable prices. Um, so then after that, we went and got um, some uh, Froyo uh, at the Froyo place out at um, Disney Springs. And I got birthday cake Froyo, of course, because it was my birthday. Um, and then we ended up getting more drinks uh, out at out over by the uh, NBA experience. And it was actually already like like 9, 10 at that point. So um, or no, it was like 10 o'clock at that point. Um, so like Disney Springs had had started to close and the lady there was really cool. So, uh, I told her it was my birthday. And so she, uh, she gave us a few shots and she gave us some drinks past, um, uh, close. And so that was real cool. Um, and so right, like right around like 10 30, we ended up leaving, um, and Disney Springs looked pretty dead. Um, which actually, um, fast forward to like Saturday, uh, Disney Springs is supposed to close at 10 and Saturday after everything we, we did, it was like 1130 and Disney Springs still felt like it was hopping. So I think that's kind of like dependent on the night um, and when all of the uh, places decide that they want to close. Um, I, I, I didn't try to get into Disney Springs past 10 o'clock. So I don't know if that's the thing, if they, if they will still let people into Disney Springs past 10 o'clock or if that's when they kind of shut down uh, entrances to Disney Springs. Um but definitely that first night, uh, it felt very dead and like right around like 1030. Um, and that was a, that was a weekday. That was a Wednesday. Um, so, I mean, take that with a grain of salt. Um, it might be busier on weekends. It might be actually busy on certain weekdays. Uh, you never know. Uh, but that's kind of what we saw was that on weekdays, Disney Springs was pretty dead right around closing time. So when you're talking, I'm going to back up a little bit, but with mm -hmm. NBA experience, I think what you mean is that you were at that CityWorks bar, right? I think maybe it was, I know it was connected to the NBA experience. It was a bar that, because we were able to look through all of the windows um, into the NBA experience area. Um, and like we watched the Milwaukee Bucks because, uh, um, their game had like just started and it was like nine 30 or something like that. So, um, I'm not, I, I'm not sure if it was actually a part of the NBA experience. Um, but that's kind of like where we were at that, at that point. If it was city works, I've heard a really, a lot of really good things and they also have some decent pricing there on, mm. on their uh, food and their drinks and stuff too. Mm -hmm. So I was just trying to help people out with, you know, if you're going to, they're going to, do what you're doing, you know, I believe it's city works that you were at. 
Yeah, we we were. Um, it was at at the very end of Disney Springs. We could we could turn around and we saw, um, saw Cirque du Soleil like right behind us. So it was like right right down there at the very end. Um, but anyways, a- after that we, um, we went back to the hotel room and prepared for our first day in the parks. And um, so we we I was trying to get us to wake up pretty early. Uh, which we did, uh, but we kind of, um, I mean, it's the, f- the first day and everything. Um, and you're just kind of like getting used to getting up, getting out and getting ready. Um, and so we left, um, I want to say we left somewhere around like seven or I think we actually left around eight o'clock. Um, and uh, Magic Kingdom opened at nine. Um, and through getting getting an Uber, getting to the ticket and transportation center, and getting on a monorail, um, by the time we got to Magic Kingdom, it was it was like probably like like eight fifty. So, and we wanted to get there like pretty early. Like we we originally wanted to get there around eight o'clock, but we ended up ended up leaving the hotel around eight o'clock. Um, so it's just that was kind of our first experience of like underestimating um, the time that we had, especially with Magic Kingdom, because uh, with all the other parks, these Ubers drop you off right in front of the park, um, especially places like uh, Animal Kingdom, because that that drop-off is like right next to at the entrance. So you can just walk right up to the entrance. Um, with Magic Kingdom, you have to remember that you've got to deal with the ticket and transportation center uh, unless you're you're taking a Disney bus straight there, um, which they don't let the Ubers um, drop you off where all the buses are. So something to keep in mind. Um, uh, however, that I feel like that really didn't hinder um, our ability to get in early and get onto rides that we wanted to ride. Um, we Our original idea was to get in line for um, Mine Train which we didn't <laughs> because the line for mine train was like looping around uh, that whole ride a couple times already. So we were like, okay, we can wait to go on that one. Um, but that just kind of shows you how, how late to the parks we were because mine train was already like a 70 minute wait and the park wasn't even open yet. Um, so, so uh, instead we decided to go on uh, a couple other rides um, and we were able to walk on to uh we were able to walk on to Haunted Mansion, uh, which is probably my favorite ride in that park. Uh, so I was really happy about that. Um, one of the things I noticed about that, though, was um, when we got out to Haunted Mansion, I don't know if it was uh, my eyes adjusting to the dark or this is the lighting nerd in me or the the lights needing to warm up still um, because a lot of that, that ride's old and a lot of the lights on there are incandescent uh, type fixtures. So there, there would be a little bit of a warm up time with those, but like not, not too crazy. So I think it was a little bit of both where the fixture still needed time to warm up and our eyes, we were outside in like the, the beating sun for so, for so long already that our eyes hadn't adjusted. Um, but it did seem like that ride was abnormally dark, uh, right away in, in the morning. Um, we ha- we actually rode that ride again later in the day, uh, and it looked completely different. Um, and 
it's probably because we, we wrote it at night again. So our, our eyes had adjusted to the dark. Um, but it's just completely different. Like I felt like when I first went on that ride, it, like I was struggling to see things. Um, just like in like the piano player, that scene, I was just I was struggling to see the piano and everything and, and all of that detail in there uh, just wasn't there. Uh, because it was so early and my eyes weren't adjusted or the, the fixtures needed time to warm up. Um, so that's, that's something to keep in mind. That was, that was something that we noticed at a couple parks that we got there so early that like maybe certain things um, on rides weren't quite working yet. Uh, we rode Expedition Everest pretty early at Animal Kingdom and some of the projections on there uh, Weren't, weren't happening and then we wrote it again um later that night and they were working so that's that's one thing to that that i noticed when we got there super early we rode rides was um either they needed time to kind of like boot up and get ready for the day uh or it was just like they were just it was so early um and everything like wasn't quite ready yet so um something to keep in mind but just being able to just walk onto these rides when you get there that early uh, is so worth it. <laughs> like if you're not, if you're not getting there at rope drop or before, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like we were consistently able to knock out three rides within an hour uh, as soon as we got to those parks. Um, and most of the time they were pretty big rides that had pretty long wait times. And I think the the tip there is that they might have a posted opening time of say nine o'clock, but they're actually opening at eight fifteen or eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, at every park, it's going to be half an hour to forty five minutes earlier than the the posted opening time, mm-hmm. because it's not the traditional, "Hey, it's time to come in the park now" type of thing. It's let's not draw a crowd, let's not build a crowd, let's get them into the park and. Mm-hmm doing what they can now just because the park is open from what i'm hearing is that not everything is not every ride will be open mm-hmm. is that what you experienced we actually didn't experience that um and it might be just because the rides that we went to go on first uh were pretty popular rides that i'm guessing that they were trying to open up as soon as possible because people were already in the parks um we never really came across anything that wasn't currently open uh right when we got there um we didn't really try to i mean like certain shows um like the bird show at adult kingdom uh didn't open until like right at opening time stuff like that um but yeah we i mean that we didn't really notice anything like that and it might be because we're disney veterans and so we usually get to parks early um so we're 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 pretty accustomed to understanding like what is going to be open and what's not going to be open um, so, I mean, th- we, we didn't really notice anything like that. Um, probably just because we were just so happy to be walking under rides. <laughs> it was, it was so great. Um, so yeah, getting, getting there early. Um, that's always been a pro tip of ours, but just, it just reiterates everything that I did on, on my trip. Um, because we were even, we were only like maybe 10 minutes early to magic kingdom and we were still able to do a lot of stuff. Um, now, uh, that kind of brings us to after we were able to do all those rides, um, we, we went and got some food. And this was the first time that we mobile o- ordered anything. 
Um, so we went to, uh, was it Starlight Cafe um, with uh, Sunny Eclipse? Cosmic Rays. Cosmic yeah, Rays, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, and that was actually, I've been there before, but that was my first time I've actually able to sit down and like watch Sunny Eclipse <laughs> because <laughs> it had already, it, it had always been just like a, like a zoo in there before. Um, but we were, we were able to, um, order on the app. We, we, uh, ordered all our food and bought our food and basically what they do. Uh, and I think this is true with a bunch of all the other places, but this one is a giant cafe that they won't let you in, uh, unless you have a mobile order and they won't let you in unless the mobile order is ready. Uh, so, um, I think we, we had ordered before it even opened. Um, so we were one of the first people to come in. Um, but uh, this happened with all the other places that we mobile ordered where there was nobody in line. Once our mobile orders were ready, we walked up and it actually told you like which bay it was going to be at. So like when, when we ordered this food, it told us what bay to go to. And I walked up there and it was one guy and it was just me. And he was like, name. And I said my name and he just like handed us the food. Like it was <laughs> like the easiest thing. It was so great. Um, and then, so we got the food and we, we walked out and there was like nobody in that area. And Sunny Eclipse was playing his piano and doing his thing. And we, we got a table like right in the back and it was so easy. Like it was, <laughs> it was like, ah, it was, it was so great. Like, I, I wish it was like that all the time, but I know this is kind of a COVID thing. Um, but we also, um, it was kind of like an early lunch, um, because we, we hadn't eaten yet, um. And so we were able to get that. We were able to get in pretty early. Um, probably by the time we were done eating, uh, there were there were quite a few groups that had come in already. Um, but it's still like it just didn't feel the way it usually feels with like all the people crammed in there. And I feel like I I said to my my brother and sister, I feel like I can actually hear what Sunny Eclipse is doing. <laughs> uh, whereas before it was just like. At all these people trying to talk over Sunny Eclipse, and he seemed louder. Like I don't know if they turned him up, or if it's just there's less people in there. But he was pretty loud, so that was cool. Um, we got some some big huge hot dogs, <laughs> as you do when you go to Cosmic Rays. Um, so that was nice. Uh, I felt um, uh, felt a little bit like Tim Tracker with my huge hot dogs. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, the, one of the most frustrating things watching Disney World going through COVID right now has been the forcing of mobile order on everyone. Mm -hmm. Because our last trip, I did mobile order with everything, and you'd see these long lines and these gatherings of people, <laughs> and they and like you know everyone stand there waiting in line doing the the thing that everyone always used to do, and I just kind of walk in and you know I. I wouldn't wave, but, you know, I kind of walk <laughs> in, look at these people, walk right past all of them, grab my food and head on out because you could mobile order and have it in seconds mm -hmm. instead of waiting in line and ordering and then waiting for them to do it. You know, I could be across the park, put it in order. When we get over in that area, hit here, we're here and then boom, it's ready. And now everyone's going to be doing that. <laughs> and it's so... It's going to ruin my next trip, I feel like. <laughs> Not really, but... <laughs> I, uh, it's kind of funny, though. I, I wonder how 
often people actually get turned off of eating at certain places because you have to mobile order. There are there are certain places that you can kind of walk up and order food. Um, but most of like the bigger um, the bigger food places there, you have to do mobile order. So I, I wonder if that's that's also kind of a thing is people don't want to deal with mobile order. Um, they they would rather walk up to somewhere and get food. Um, so I, I wonder if that's a thing too. Um, but yeah, it was super easy. Um, and it was it was like everything with uh, the first couple of days that we did just felt so easy. Um, especially that uh, the Magic Kingdom. Uh, while we'll, we'll were there. Uh, so it, it just felt great. Um, we were there uh, until like seven o'clock um, and we were just, we did every, we literally did everything we wanted to do. Um, and so, and so that was great. Um, and then we got, we got back to the hotel and I, I think at that point we were all still pretty tired <laughs> because we did it. We did an entire day at a park. Um, and I mean that, that, takes it out of you a little bit. So I think we, we went to um, Disney Springs for a little bit after that, but we, we ended up going straight to our hotel kind of like right after. Um, so that's good. We ha- had a great night. Uh, the only, the only thing I do miss is um, fireworks, of course, um, cause they, they weren't doing that. So there was really no show or anything uh to kind of like stop and look at but i mean just the parks at night are always great um and that was one thing that we uh were looking into was how dark it gets at these parks seven o'clock is when magic kingdom closed and it was like just starting to get dark um i think sunset was like 6 30 uh most of the days and so like like by seven it was it was just starting to get dark um but but anyways um we did have um a dining reservation at uh magic kingdom and this was probably the the biggest dining reservation that we had uh at the parks or disney springs uh and that was at be our guest um and i have to say (laughs) i had a lot of fun at be our guest and i thought the food was amazing and anybody who says otherwise can can answer to me because I thought it was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> I it's it's funny the the whole time I was there. Um, it's it's weird right now because usually when you get there and you check in, um, there's kind of like that front area at Be Our Guest where you can kind of like mosey around and kind of look at some stuff. Now they kind of have you standing on circles. Um, when you're at the parks right now, you'll notice that they have these like circles everywhere, and that's kind of where they they tell your party to go to. And so you'll you'll sit on these circles, and um, you like you're not supposed to move because they don't want people like kind of in, intermingling. Um, we still kind of like walked around a little bit, like each one of us kind of walked around and looked at looked at some stuff. Um, I think that that was kind of the weirdest part was we went and we checked in and we just kind of sat on a circle until they, they said her name. Um, but then we got in and we were, we were in the main dining, dining room area. Um, we were kind of towards the back, uh, but that's to be expected because we are, we, uh, we booked our time pretty late. Uh, I was still amazed that we actually got a reservation uh, <laughs> for, for this place, but um we were kind of in the back, uh, but you could still kind of like see everything really well. Uh, and it was all, all, all lit up perfectly. And, uh, you could see the, uh, um, 
the window with the snow coming down. Um, it was getting PTSD because I knew I had to go back to Wisconsin after that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was just, uh, it was just so amazing. And the chandeliers look exactly like they do uh, in the movie and everything. So I, I was just blown away by all that. Um, they did have the beast walk through a couple of times. Um, so basically what, what they do is they like, they like announce the beast and then he walks into the dining room and kind of like waves at people and like goes to certain areas. We, I think we got two different beasts. He came in three different times. And the first two times, I think it was one beast. And then towards the end of our, our meal, another beast came who was a lot more energetic. And he like came over to our, our, uh, table and like waved at us and everything. And we waved back and we're like, Oh my God. So, um, it was, it was pretty cool. <laughs> But uh, the food that they have there, it's it's kind of like a prefixed menu, where you get, um, you get it an entree, you get a dessert, and you get a uh, a starter, kind of like a like a soup or something. Um, and so and so it's like a flat fee, and then you get get to pick from all of those. Um, and one of the things I've heard people complain about is that they just don't feel like there's enough food, and. I would agree with them to a point. I would say that comparing the entrees to like the entrees that you get at some other places, I'd say sure. Yeah. Like that's not that's not a lot of food. But you just you kind of have to take into account all of the things that you're getting. Like it's it's all one big meal. Like six, 60 bucks for uh the steak, like just that entree. Yeah, that's that's probably pretty overpriced. But sixty bucks for like all four courses of that meal, I don't think is that bad, especially with how that meal tasted. Because ah, oh, that the steak was great, and just the the flavors on everything was so good. Um, it was just like <laughs> I don't understand how anybody could complain about that place at all, except for maybe how pricey it was but then at this in at the same time like everything tastes amazing so i don't know <laughs> i had a great time i thought the food was great um so yeah that's i've got you got two thumbs way way up uh for be our guest uh and the just the ambiance alone we were we were able to walk through all of the other places um so we walked through the west wing and we walked through the other dining, I don't know what they call it, but um, the other dining area. Um, and it's just the, the theming everywhere was just so great. Um, and our, uh, our server server was great. Um, he did such a good job. Um, so yeah, just had a really, really, really good experience there uh, at be our guest. Um, I, I honestly, I would go again. Like that's, that's how great I thought it was. Um, and 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 um, this will be later, and it might be also on on the next episode. But I try not to go to places too often at Disney because there's so much to do. Um, so I'll experience it once, and then I'll try to find other things. Um, so saying that I'd go again is kind of like a big honor. Um, but I totally, without question, I would definitely go again. We get to eat breakfast there uh, my wife and i when we were there a few years ago and um, we we enjoyed it 
It was good. The theming within that restaurant is amazing. Just like mm-hmm. you said, everything is perfect down to the little detail. We sat in the room with the rose and, <laughs> um, you know, we had a, it was kind of dark in there, but that's all right. Um, but we split the breakfast, which was $25. And so that's kind of like, yeah, it's $25 for breakfast. And that would be if one person was to sit there. But they give you this gigantic plate of pastries, which made it worth it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely worth seeing. And I think regardless of when you eat there, it sounds like it's going to be a great time. I, yeah. I can't I can't say it's a bad place to go. I would tell people <laughs> to go there my, myself as well. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Definitely. That was that was definitely the highlight of the day there. Uh, and it's kind of funny. This this comes up every single time I go to Disney because there's always one meal where I'm kind of like, what am I eating? Like when I go home, <laughs> like the food is so good. I'm like, is this what good food tastes like? Like <laughs> I always kind of end up asking myself that, like, is this what it's like? like eating eating decent food um yeah and it's usually disney that does that for me um and that's not to say that i don't eat good meals other places um but it's it's always always disney that i end up asking myself that um and yes he was saying that while he ate a hot dog <laughs> of course yeah <laughs> that giant hot dog while sunny eclipse lulled me to sleep <laughs> um but anyways, that um, uh, on that day we actually did our um, our live stream in the parks, uh, which was fun. Um, <laughs> my sister's gonna hate me for saying this, uh, but we actually we started the live stream and then she ended up needing to go to the bathroom, uh, which was fine. But she took a while, um, and that kind of kind of got me going with the live stream. Uh, so I kind of stood around and I kind of got the feeling of what. A live stream is supposed to be like um and then after that after she was done it was kind of like off to the races and uh we went on uh, a couple rides we went on um space or not spaceship earth we went on space mountain uh, space mountain uh, of course <laughs> and uh <laughs> you couldn't see anything and i was screaming my head off brian said that it was that just me screaming into the into the camera alone uh was worth it <laughs> yes so. it was yes <laughs> definitely if you guys missed the uh the live stream definitely go out to our facebook page check it out um <laughs> it's about an hour long and probably about halfway through he was on space mountain and it was hilarious <laughs> I got a little worried. I got a little worried at first when he said, "Hey, we're gonna go on Space Mountain." I'm like, "Oh, it's so dark; it's hard to see anything." <laughs> uh, but yeah, him riding it and his <laughs> commentary and I don't know soundtrack. I guess <laughs> it yeah. was uh, well worth it. I remember one point of him going, "Ah, ah, oh, nobody can see anything." Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, uh, that was cool. And then we we actually went on um, Carousel Progress, which was also a lot of fun. Uh, a little better, you could probably you could see some things on that too. Um, and it was just nice to get on. I I I love Carousel Progress. Um, just with the history behind it and everything, um, it's really great. So, um, Carousel Progress is 
always going to be a soft spot of mine. It's it's the one attraction in the park that we know Walt had his hands on mm-hmm. because he created it for the 1964 World's Fair and then brought it to uh, well, first it was in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And then he brought they brought it to Disney World. Um, they have updated it a little bit. It needs to be updated again, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, it was it, it it's awesome to watch to see. There's so many animatronics in it working, and um, yeah, the history there is just great for it. Yeah. So so that was cool to go on. Um, right after that, actually, I. Uh, my phone got really hot um, and I, I plugged it in um, and I actually went and got one of those um, uh, one of those chargers that you can get like the, uh, the fuel the cell. Fuel rod. Yeah. I got a fuel rod. Um, and so I plugged the fuel rod into the phone. Um, but I, we had already decided to um, be done with the live stream and everything. So um plug the, the fuel rod into my phone and just let, let my phone charge and everything. Um, and it, it worked pretty well. Um, my phone is a piece of crap as you'll find out later in this podcast, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I got maybe, and I don't know if this is my phone being crappy or, or not, but I got off the fuel rod, maybe like 50%. Uh, so I don't know if that's normal, uh, or if that's like not, that great um but that's that's kind of what i got out of the fuel rod was only about like 50 percent charge um again my phone sucks so um yeah but but that's kind of what i got from it um it is it was cool that i was able to kind of switch out fuel rods but that also kind of was a whole thing because you needed to go and find a fuel rod station that was working uh, and I actually came across a couple that weren't. And so I had had to sit there and figure out what was going on. And then eventually went over. Uh, I think we went into the Emporium and then the fuel rods station there was working and I was able to get a new one. So, um, but they, they definitely, you don't have to pay for, I know that was a thing at one point was they were actually going to make you pay to get new fuel rods. Um, and they, they're not doing that yet. Um, so you can still, exchange them for new fuel rods that are fully charged so that's still cool um but yeah so um on to the uh our next day uh which was another really magical day um we did uh animal kingdom and uh got there early uh this time we actually got there super early early enough that our uber driver um we were like one of the first 20 cars um in waiting to get into the parking lot. They hadn't even opened the parking lot up yet. And we were like waiting in that line of cars to get into the parking lot, uh, which is pretty cool because we were, we were in an Uber. So the Uber just took us right up to like that drop drop off, which is right next to the park entrance. And we just like ran into the park. Um, so we were there very early. Um, so we, and, and we didn't wait in line at all. Um, I noticed that. Uh, we didn't wait in line at all to get into the park. We just ran up to the front of the park, tapped our magic bands, and ran into the park. Um, so I wonder, I wonder if that's a thing where, as long as people are walking up to the uh, to the gates, um, they'll let you in. Um, they can let people wait in their cars because that seems safe uh, with COVID. Um, 
but yeah, I, I wonder if that's the thing where they'll actually, they'll, they won't stop people at the gates. They'll just let them right in because we, we, we never did. We never, we never had to wait by the gates at all. Um, so we got in right away. Uh, and of course we ran straight to flood of passage and we were straight up one of the first groups on flight of passage. It was so cool. We, we ran straight through the line. Uh, we got to the ride. We got on flight of passage. Um, I took, um, I think it's called Dramamine, um, something for motion sickness. Um, because I, I've been sick on that ride before. Uh, and so I took some of that, um, and I would highly recommend, uh, if you ever get motion sickness on rides, try that stuff because I had absolutely no, no problem. And it made that ride so much better. Uh, I was, I was already kind of like stressed out about like, uh, am I going to feel sick? Um, but as soon as the ride started and I wasn't feeling sick, it was so much more enjoyable. Um, and I had, I, and, and that ride, honestly, after, after that riding and having it, having me not be sick on it shot up in my top 10 of rides. Like, and, and that's the thing, like I'm, I, I'm going to have to adjust my top 10 of rides after this trip because of some of the rides I went on, but just, just having that and not having to worry about, um, getting sick was great. So, uh, after that ride, of course, we, we sprinted over to, uh, Navi river journey and ran straight onto that ride. <laughs> and, and so we were able to get right onto that ride um and and we rode it and then after that we sprinted over to everest and ran right onto that ride and it was it was funny it, it felt as though we were just ahead of everybody because we were able to get on these rides first so it felt like we were we were ahead of the pack where like everybody ended up going eventually um and it was just so easy to like go to go to all these places, um, and like honestly, we hit those three rides, and the park hadn't even opened yet. <laughs> <laughs> so it was that it's really the way to do it uh, is to get there early. Now we were debating whether or not we wanted to get park hoppers for Epcot, um, and we were we were kind of talking about this at one point, uh, and we were like, you know what, let's wait and see. Uh, what we do at Animal Kingdom, and we had already hit like three or four rides before the park even opened, and so at that point we were like, okay, I think we want to go to Epcot. Uh, and the nail in the coffin was that we really wanted to see Pandora at night, and when you get park hoppers, it it that expands to all of your tickets. Um, and Animal Kingdom was closing at eight the next day. Uh, but it was closing at five that day. So five o'clock, it wasn't going to be dark enough to be able to see uh, Pandora at night. Um, so as soon as we found that out, we were like, okay, like we're, we're definitely doing this. Um, so I ended up going and, and getting those, getting those park hoppers adjusted. And while I was doing that, we actually had a res reservation for the Edison at eight 30 that night, but we weren't going to hit that because, Epcot was closing at nine. So we were, we were going to be at Epcot that whole time. Um, and so while I was there, uh, I told the guy, I was like, Hey, we have this reservation. Uh, and it's, it was same day. So we weren't able to, uh, cancel it without fees. Uh, and he was like, Oh, okay. And he went in and he canceled it and he took away the fees and everything. So, um, if you ever have something like that, um, go ahead and go. I went to, um, the guest services area. 
uh, and actually like talked to somebody face to face about it and had them add park hoppers and then took away the um, Edison reservation. Um, and he was super nice about it. And I, I didn't even tell him afterwards. I actually, uh, I forgot my birthday pin <laughs> from the day before. Um, and so I asked for a birthday pin and that was the last thing I did. I should have said that first, but even without knowing that it was my birthday week, uh, he did all these things for me. Um, and then after that, after, after that, I, I asked for a birthday pin. So it doesn't even have to be your birthday for them to do these great things for you. So we ended up, um, finishing up animal kingdom, um, doing all the things that we wanted to do there. Um, we did pretty much everything. Um, uh, we were able to uh, get on to um, the safari pretty pretty easily, which I was happy about because I hate that queue line. Um, and I don't know, it's just the the safari always kind of seems mad for me. Uh, but for some reason, I mean, it was early in the day, so it makes sense that like all the animals were like moving around and like doing stuff, and um, <laughs> it was very, it was very cool. Um, so that so that was fun. Um, probably probably the best. And I said this after we got off. That was the best safari we've ever been on, um, and it's very true. Uh, so just make sure. That's another big hack is is if you want the safari to be worth it, uh, like worth your time, uh, go early in the day. Um, and that's coming from somebody who like usually thinks that the safari is kind of meh. Um, so if if you like the safari, go on the safari whenever you want. But if you really want things to be happening, um, go early in the day because uh, it was a lot of fun. And I've seen that with uh, the safari that the earlier you can get there, the better it can be. Like you might catch the lions roaring, and <laughs> um, you see a lot of the animals moving across and playing mm -hmm. and and doing a lot of things. Because when you get into the heat of the day, they're just going to kind of find a spot to lay down and try to stay cool until nighttime. Oh yeah. So yeah, I think that's a great, great thing to tell people too, is make sure you're getting there early or, or even late. I know that pre COVID there were a lot of nighttime safaris going on. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, those are the best times to see the animals. Yeah. Anyways, we um, uh, park hopping doesn't start till two. And so we, we were able to get to Epcot right at two o'clock. Uh, and we were able to get in there and, and this is, there, there's always that like one surprise with Disney. Um, and this was one of them. It wasn't really a surprise. We, we knew we were doing it, but it was like a surprise for that day um, that we ended up going to Epcot. And I was so happy that I did because Epcot is my favorite park, uh, will always be my favorite park. Um, just it's kind of doing a uh, rehab right now. <laughs> so, um, but just being able to get there. And the first thing we did was we hopped on spaceship earth. Um, love that ride. Um, and then we were able to kind of like do the couple things in the front of the park that were either open or that we would like to do. So I did Soren, we did, um, living with the land, all that stuff. Um, and as soon as we, as soon as we got done with all that, we went back to the countries, which is really like kind of the reason we were there. Um, we wanted to go uh, mosey around the countries for the rest of the night. Um, and the first thing we, we actually, my family now, we usually liked to start over by Canada. Um, but the past couple of times we've gone, uh, we've definitely started over by Mexico. And I think it's starting to become a tradition because we always go, uh, and get margaritas at, at that tequila bar. 
so I think that's 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 I think that's our new tradition now <laughs> is that we we go and get uh tequila at that tequila bar. Um but uh here comes your next uh covid hack. Um if you want to go into the pyramid in Mexico. Uh there will there will be a line. Um you have to wait in line to get into that pyramid and it makes sense cuz it's kind of a small enclosed area and a lot of people want to go in there. Um and that was one thing that we wanted to do. Uh so we kind of walked up to the line. We were like, "Oh my god, this is the line to get into the the pyramid." Uh and uh the the lady at the back of the line um was kind of, you know how like they'll they'll just shout things out and you won't really listen to them cuz you know Disney and you know what you're doing for the most part. Um she was <laughs> she was shouting things at us and all of a sudden it kind of like registered in my mind. I was like, "Wait, did she t- say tequila bar?" And then I turned and I, and I asked her, I was like, uh, what about the tequila bar? And she goes, um, t- tequila bar, uh, get in line this way. And we were like, okay, yeah, that's what we want. Um, and so we actually walked back backstage. And um, this happened a couple of times while we were there. Um, they took you backstage and they have these like hedges that really don't let you look anywhere backstage. Um, and so we went through this like little hedge mage, maze. and we went in through the side door of Mexico and it spits you out right next to the tequila bar. And there was nobody in line. So we just like walked through all of this and, and walked up to the tequila bar and ordered our drink and walked into the, <laughs> walked into the pyramid. So we just bypassed that whole line and we got tequila. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was the best thing. Um, and now don't tell anybody about this because this is a good hack. Yeah. Although I mean you have to get tequila. <laughs> I mean I think somebody in your group probably has to end up buying tequila, uh, which was totally okay with us. Um but so uh that was really cool uh and something unexpected that we we weren't didn't think was gonna happen. Um but that was great. And we kind of um so when you're when you're drinking in the parks you need to be stationary. You can't be walking around and drinking. Um, so for the most part, we, we were trying to find little areas to go and kind of drink and then keep walking around and then stop. So you just need to make sure that you're not moving while drinking. Um, we did a couple times in areas that weren't, that we weren't around people that often. Um, but there, but the cast members are usually reminding you, uh, most of the time anyways. Um, so yeah, so then we ended up uh, walking around a couple more countries. Um, we really tried to. Anytime we go to Epcot, we try to kind of peruse the countries and like get in there. Um, the uh, the festival that's currently happening right now is the uh, the arts festival. So the booths are a little different. Um, it's a lot more kind of like drinks and desserts uh, for the festival festival of the arts. Um, so there really really isn't like a lot of um, food booths happening right now so so there wasn't really like that many opportunities to um get food uh but we we were kind of looking for drinks anyways uh the whole time we were there um and so that was nice to kind of like get around the countries and like get into those like little shops just epcot in general has just so many great shops um and then we ended up finding a place to eat uh i think it was in like uh, China, where we actually like 
actually like ate some subst- substan- actually no um that was our that was our last trip we actually made it uh almost all the way around the countries and realized that like it was super we, we i was thinking about eating at regal eagle uh because i've heard some really good things about that but um the o- the only place we were able to uh mobile order uh was actually back at the land so we actually went ended up walking back into the land eating eating some food and then getting back into the countries uh and finishing all those up um but it now, was, why was that the only place you could mobile order is that the only place that was doing it or how did what do you mean by that i think that that was the only place that we um like really wanted to go to um i i kind of wanted to try regal eagle um but i don't know i i think i i was just kind of like iffy about it um especially with what it replaced it was just so bad <laughs> um but i have heard some really great things about it um, but i think the 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 only place that we felt confident kind of going at epcot because all the other places were um you needed reservations uh and trust me i tried s- standing uh, at the front of La Salier, and I tried to get my uh, my courage up to just ask and see if I could randomly get a table, uh, but I didn't. I should have, honestly, I should have. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that would have been another super expensive meal, <laughs> <laughs> and we had a couple of those already. So, um, but that was nice just to be able to. I, I mean, I love the land pavilion, anyways. Um, so, anytime kind of going back in there and experiencing that is fun. But we were able to uh, um, go through all of the countries. Um, one thing I, I did see that was very cool that I'll point out is the spirit jersey for China is probably the coolest spirit jersey there is. It's got all of these like sparkly um, like Chinese letters and, and symbols and everything on it. Um, and on the back, it says uh, like Happy New Year. Um it's just like the coolest looking spirit. I, I almost bought it. Like I thought it was so cool. I should have. I honestly should have. <laughs> um, I don't know. The Endor one that you showed me, which I know you haven't gotten there yet, but that Endor one you showed me is pretty sweet. So Oh yeah. That and and yeah, that one that one's just so great. And just like I've I've really gotten the 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 spirit jersey itch. Um like, like it's definitely become an obsession. <laughs> um but yeah just like just going through all of those those areas the one thing um and this is kind of this is kind of an adult thing so uh parents put your kids to bed um there is uh i don't know brian if you're in any of these groups i'm i'm sure you've heard of it but it's the 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 phallic looking um in Morocco uh, thing in Morocco. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I went and found it. Yeah. I went and found that there were people taking pictures there constantly <laughs> <laughs> every time. Cause I found it and there were people out there taking pictures and laughing at it, of course. Uh, and I was like, Oh, I, f- I found the thing. I should go get my, my brother and sister. And I went and got them and I brought them over there again. And there were more people just taking pictures with it. <laughs> it, it was so funny. Um, but yeah, I that I thought that that was funny, and there were and it's apparently it's got a big following now because each time I went back there, there were people taking pictures with it. We didn't get a picture um, because we're not twelve years old, but <laughs> <laughs> but, but you tried. Um, <laughs> no, I just I, I honest I just didn't really have a 
I didn't really need a picture of that, but, but anyways, um, it was, it was fun going through Epcot and it was just so great being able to get there. Uh, we walked kind of through the little Ratatouille area. Um, the whole area in front of Gusto's was, uh, roped off so you couldn't get in there, but, uh, they have bathrooms there. Um, I guess bathrooms that people are going nuts over because they're so cool. Um, but yeah, you 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 were kind of able to like walk through like that little um, alleyway where uh, Gusto is and everything is going to be. So that was cool. Yeah, I believe they uh, closed the bathrooms in Morocco um, for some sort of refurbishment, mm. and that's why they had to open the ones over in France, the new <laughs> ones. So nice. I think that's what it is. Cool. So that was uh, uh that was that day it was a long day and at the end of that day we were our feet hurt uh it was <laughs> <laughs> that was that was probably one of the things that I'd like to figure out at some point because I my feet always end up hurting at Disney and it's probably just because I sprint everywhere I'm going <laughs> like I am just fast walking everywhere um and my feet always end up hurting um so if if you guys have any tips, like what are the things that you guys do for your feet? Do do your feet hurt too? Because our feet, uh, especially my my sister and I's feet, were just a mess, <laughs> especially after that day because it was a big long day. At Animal Kingdom is uh, when my phone decided it didn't want to be a phone anymore, <laughs> and it was uh, it was weird. I can't remember what. Oh yeah, we we were about to go get some uh some Starbucks in the park, which I think we hit Starbucks at every single park. Um which is which is actually kind of cool and and you wouldn't think that it'd be so easy to go get Starbucks because we didn't really we I mean other than Hollywood Studios when we were there, we didn't really wait in that many lines uh for Starbucks. So, um and then Joffrey's uh <laughs> When we were at Magic Kingdom and we had some Joffrey's coffee, uh, we, as a family, we've decided not to drink Joffrey's anymore because uh, it was just so bad. Um, and I don't I know. I find that interesting because we had Joffrey's the last time we were there and we enjoyed it. So maybe I just like bad coffee. I don't know. It's it's possible. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, it's, I don't know if it was because we all got, um, like that like nitro cold brew type coffee. So I, I wonder if it's just that type of coffee, coffee, <laughs> that type of coffee Joffrey's just isn't good at or something. I don't know. But um, we just did not have a good experience with Joffrey's while we were there. But um, we were we were going into to get our coffee at Starbucks and all of a sudden my phone screen wouldn't show up and it was all green. It was just this like lime green screen and I couldn't get to anything. And I was freaking out because like I had people to communicate with. I had to talk to Brian. All of my re reservations were on there. So I was angry. <laughs> I was so angry about that. Thankfully, uh, had I had this been a solo trip, I would have been screwed. Like... I would have been done at that point. <laughs> like I would have had to have stopped what I was doing and gone and gotten a phone somewhere somehow. Um, 
I don't even know, like, cause like I would have needed a phone <laughs> to get an Uber somehow. So I, I don't know oh. how I would have done it, but um, thankfully I had my brother and sister there. So we were able to use their phones um, to do everything else that we needed to do. But uh, that was frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just, it's your, your phone is so important um, when you're at the parks. Cause that's like, like they like they really make it so that you need to be using uh the My Disney Experience app for like pretty much everything you're doing. So, um that was frustrating. Um but yeah, uh I mean other than that, that that day was wonderful. <laughs> um just everything we were able to do in Animal Kingdom into Epcot and just being able to do experience Epcot and uh experience the countries was just so great. Uh and I'm so glad that we did it. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, we're, we're going to stop there because then the, uh, next two days, uh, we have other things to talk about. And so we'll, we'll kind of split it up, uh, between these, uh, these couple days and then the couple days after. Um, but yeah, these, uh, this was really kind of the high of the vacation, uh, these, these first two days, um, uh, the day after was kind of, um, Oh yeah, and and then to mention, it had not rained yet. And before, uh, probably like a week before the vacation, um, I had looked at um, some weather stuff, and it said it was going to rain throughout our, our entire vacation. And I was like, Ugh, well, it's going to be a ra- be a rain vacation uh, because I've definitely had those uh, before, uh, and you're definitely able to <clears throat> make the best of it, anyways. Uh, and we were ready; we were totally ready to do that. Um, but thankfully, the first couple of days we were there, it did not rain, and it was just beautiful, and it was so great. And I cannot believe I came back to this hellscape of a state with its negative 22-degree weather, and I was in 80-degree weather for the whole time I was there. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you what the weather was like because you picked a great time to go. It was, it was awful. It's yep. still awful, and most <laughs> of the country is suffering through this awful stuff with us. Yeah. Um, so, you know, my heart goes out to those people in Texas that don't have power right now mm-hmm. and are, are wrapping up in blankets. I hope that, you know, things start going better for them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 80 degrees, though. <laughs> <laughs> but Kylo would- picks the perfect time. <laughs> It would have been perfect if it was a two-week vacation. <laughs> Just completely <laughs> bypass everything. Well, I was glad we could save some of it for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> glad. Uh, before we sign off, I did want to ask about uh, Uber. What mm-hmm. what was the uh, what was the cost to get to a park? So um, from where where I was, it wasn't it wasn't anywhere. It wasn't too bad. It was anywhere between like ten to thirteen dollars, and from where he was is basically across the street from Disney Springs. Exactly, yeah. um, and mo- most of the time in the mornings uh, we took an Uber because we didn't want to deal with um, Disney Springs transportation, uh, and you'll find out why in the next episode <laughs> uh, because we kind of talk about that a little bit uh, and kind of the downfalls of not staying on property. Um, as opposed to staying on property. So we'll kind of get into that, but um, 
Yeah, those the, the Uber trips were honestly like totally fine. Um, even from the airport to our hotel, that was like a $25 ride. So like not, not really bad. breaking the bank that much. So Okay. And then to just to jump on what you had said earlier, um, we'll pose this as a Facebook question, um, both in our community. If you uh, want to join a group on Facebook, join the Miles from Main Street community. We're uh, out there talking about different things with Disney. So I'm going to pose a question about footwear. <laughs> what do we do to help Mikhailo get his feet to stay nice and cozy while he's on <laughs> on his trip um so i'll throw that out there in the community and i'll throw it on the facebook page so please join us out there and let us know what you guys do yeah definitely well that's all we got for you guys today uh hope you guys join us next time on miles from main street thanks for tuning in if you enjoyed the show please rate us on itunes and subscribe Email us at milesfrommainstreetpodcast at gmail.com with any thoughts and visit us on Facebook under Miles from Main Street. We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then. Until next week, remember, some live close, but most of us don't. So let's talk about it. Mm -hmm.